Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. If you're looking for a little getaway this fall and winter. Look to Newport Beach, okay? Because let me tell you something about the weather in Newport Beach in the fall and winter. It's sweater weather, okay? And that's cute sweaters. I'm not talking about like you're bundled up, can't see your outfit, you're miserable, you're walking around, you know, freezing cold, getting frostbite. When you come to Newport Beach, it is the perfect weather for just cozying up with a cute sweater, maybe some boots, maybe a scarf, maybe. But you also get to look cute and do a bunch of fun stuff still outdoors because there's so much to do in Newport Beach. You can rent a Duffy boat. You can go out to eat by the water. You can go to the beach. You can, you know, have a little sunset moment. And now if you hold platinum level status with a lifetime membership to the Newport Beach Vacation Club, it will give you access to luxury perks, curated offers, signature events, and so much more. You can also elevate your Newport Beach Vacation Club experience with their exclusive line of merch. Newport Beach, the label collection offers luxuriously soft sweatshirts, stylish tees, versatile caps, and a spacious vacation tote, all designed to enhance your seaside escapades in Newport Beach. So you can use the code what we said to get 15% off your first order. The Newport Beach Vacation Club is now taking applicants, and the good news is every member is accepted. So this is the most inclusive vacation club in Southern California and gives members access to perks and exclusive offers curated just for you. Newport Beach really is the perfect place to have a vacation. There are so many things to do, so many things to eat. You can have a bonfire on the beach. You can do a lot of like beachy and nature activities, even during this time of year, which is amazing. So visit NewportBeachTheLabel.com and use code what we said at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. That is W-H-A-T-W-E-S-A-I-D for 15% off your first order. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I kind of wanted to just slip into my Western accent right away. We've and been, I'll tell you why. <laughs> we've been <laughs> really heavily using our Southern and Western Our accents. improv. Our yeah. improv skills. Yes. Well, today we are talking... Wait, welcome back to what we said podcast. I don't remember if I said that. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Today we're talking about sororities. This is a long-awaited topic. We've been wanting to get into it, and we are going to get into it today. So Beth wanted us to say at the beginning of this episode, I guess, because she picked out the stories that it is very PG-13 rated R episode trigger warning because there are mentions of body weight shaming. I don't even know what's coming, but I'm sure I don't know what's on some the horizon. of it's not good. But before we get into that, you know, we have much to catch up on. Things might look a little different when you clicked on mm-hmm. the podcast app or the Spotify app this morning and you you went to look, you went to listen to our podcast if you're feeling a little hot, it might be because you're looking at our new photo. We updated our cover photo after how many years? Two or three. I think it's been almost three. Almost three, yeah. I think it's almost three. Three years. It was definitely time for an upgrade or I guess just a change. Yeah. We look kind of young in it. Yeah. I've said this before. It was Pretty the chin. times of BC before chin. <laughs> And that's all you need to know. It was literally, mm-hmm. were you pregnant at that point? No, I wasn't. I mean, case is almost two. Like, yeah. it's been a minute. So we just felt like 
you know, as we evolve and grow and grow up, we always want the podcast to reflect kind of our current style and the way we view the podcast. So we wanted to reflect our whole era. Quite. Yeah. <laughs> quite honestly, <laughs> that is what we wanted. No, but I not that this is that deep, but I just love the cover because I think it's very fun and girly and feminine while feeling a little bit more elevated and like grown up than our last mm-hmm. one. I feel like we're kind of not like rebranding, but I don't know. We're just growing up and we we're want, always rebranding. We're, we're always every few months is a rebrand <laughs> in our brains. When I was showing Tyson kind of the direction we wanted to go, he's like, yeah, I think that's what you think you're giving right now. I said, <laughs> okay, that was very humbling, but also... No, I don't think that's what we're giving. That's what we we want to start giving, you know, is yeah. this kind of newer, just new and improved vibe. So anyway, you know, the pink and blue wasn't going anywhere, but I thought it was fun that we did all denim looks with the pink background to kind of not be as on the nose. Yeah. Because for everything so far, when we did our tour for our cover photos, it's always been like Chelsea and blue, me and pink, very, you know, white background on the nose. And so we kind of wanted to switch it up. Yeah. So, Yeah. I love it. I think we look great. I think it just... It fits. It screams what we said, you know? Yeah, it flows. So we're we're very excited about that. Hope you guys love it. Hope you don't... We were thinking like, I don't know if we talked about this, like, should we get a new jingle? Like, should we fully... Yeah. But I don't know. The jingle is so It's so good. wholesome. And it's so it's classic. So I know. It would be a jump scare if we just changed it completely. I know. Like, even when Tyson changed his, it still is the same rhythm. Right. Like, he changed the words in it, but it's still the same rhythm. So, it's like, okay, we're changing, we're growing, but still we're the keeping same. The, we're keeping what was good. Yeah. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. For sure. But let I us know. know. If, you're, if you hate the jingle, let us know. Yeah, let us know, because we've had the same one for legitimately five years. But, yeah, I feel like that's such a an integral part of the podcast it would be such a jump scare to get on and it's like a completely different song it would yeah. feel it's like a country song please it's jasper and chester singing <laughs> it's, it's us with a banjo it just i don't know i feel like it's kind of that that thing of you know when you have a comfort show you watch even friends or whatever it is it's like that jingle or that song mm-hmm. is so yeah solidified in your mind as like this thing and then if it randomly just changed one day it'd be shocking but, you know, sometimes you got to you got to switch things up. So we'll see. Yeah. We got to keep some aspects of the comfort. Mm-hmm. But to what? I don't know. Yeah. we Tyson shot that the cover for us. He did an amazing job as usual. And yeah, we're excited about it. We have some more photos from that shoot that we should post because they're really yeah, cute. They're cool. If you want to pressure Tyson into getting back into photography, we should all peer pressure him. Please do. For all of our benefits. Yeah. Well, this weekend, I had my murder mystery party. And I'm proud of myself because you know what? I said a while ago, I think it was in our fall episode. I'm like, oh, it'd be fun to do a murder mystery party. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll do it. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, ah, probably not going to do it. But I did it. I was like, if I text everyone and say we're doing it, I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. You have no choice. And, oh man, I wanted to share the company that I did it with, but they, it was all online. I had to print out this stuff. We had some friends over, everyone dressed up as a Wild West character. Everyone went full out. We all used fake accents. We read some scripts. It was really fun. And I felt like it was like a really good Halloween activity without being too spooky, even though someone did get murdered and that was Dempity Drinkwater, my lover. <laughs> but yeah, it was really fun to like just get into the holiday spirit, set up like spider webs and just, we're grownups. You we're ate, just grownups now. I will say you absolutely ate. You devoured. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was so cute in there. It was kind of perfect that you just moved in so you don't have that much furniture because mm-hmm. you could fully just set up like a tablescape. Yeah. I mean, which you could do anyway, but like, you would have had to move, yeah, move a bunch a of couch stuff. and stuff. No, for sure. So it was perfect timing, I feel like. And yeah, food was great. Thank the you. The vibes were great. It was like the decor was cute and spooky. It just Thank felt like you. everything was 
It was fun, it festive. Was, yeah, it was fun. Everyone had a good time and everyone went all out, which yes. was really nice. That was my biggest fear. I'm like, I hope people get dressed up and like really dive into their characters and they did not disappoint. And it's fun to get friends from, like get all of our friends together. Yes. But we have girl nights all the time, but we don't often get the couples together because mm-hmm. it is hard when it's like people have kids and, you know, but it was so fun. It was nice to just hang out with everyone and play pretend with everyone, honestly. Yeah. Everyone really went all out with the costumes, with the accents. Like we were all embodying the characters. I was realizing I didn't really catch up. Like we don't see Beth that often because she lives pretty far from us. And mm-hmm. I was realizing like after the night, we spent so much time together. We were sitting next to her, but we didn't really catch up because she was literally Calamity Jill all night <laughs> and I was Bell Bandit. So we were just in our characters. I and know. it's true. Like I learned more about Calamity Jill's recent past than, <laughs> than Beth's. Than what's actually going on in her life. <laughs> literally. No, it's so true. No, it was so, so fun. I'm proud of you for actually doing it because I, I genuinely was shocked when you were like, we're I, doing it. I was like, really? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a lot more than just a party. It's one of those things where it's like, it, it's the classic thing where you like go to, or you see someone and you're like, we got to go to lunch soon yep. or something. And you both know you're not going. Like, 100%. Or just, you know, when you say that, it's like, yeah, we should all have a movie night. And you're like, I know we're not having a movie night. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just know it. But it's when it actually comes to fruition that it's impressive. Because I feel like we've been saying that type of thing for a long time. Like, yes. Even the Friendsgiving thing. It's yeah. like, oh, we should do that. Oh, yeah. Because it's it's a lot of work to put something together like that. Definitely. And I even said on the podcast, I knew, I kept saying like, I'm going to do Murder Mystery. I'm like, if I say this, I have to do it. Yeah. And so it forced me to do it. I wanted to share. People were messing me like what game I used and I wanted to share the company. But it appears it was also murdered. No, I think it's called Masters of Mystery. Okay. Yeah. Masters of Mystery. It's online. And I just had to print everything out and we just used my TV. So it does take prep. If you're going to do this with your friends, don't just like get it right then. I had to print it out, read through like the host guide and stuff. But it was fun because I thought at first I wasn't going to be able to play. Like I didn't know if I was going to be able to be a culprit, but you are with this game. Like you print it out and anybody could be the culprit. And it was funny because Danny, before we played, we were talking about like who our characters were and stuff. And she was like, I hope I am not the murderer. She's like, I hate being the murderer. Like, like when you play mafia or something like that, a game like that, if you're the one who has to lie, she's yes. like, I am the worst liar. I do not want to be in. I was like, well, it's anyone. And then sure enough, it was Danny. But we didn't know until the end. I could have never guessed it was Danny. No, she did great. Yeah. And your outfit did eat. Oh, thank as you. As you said. You know what? Your boots really saved it, I will say. Because I... I tried the outfit on actually in my vlog, but also when I tried the outfit on, I had like no makeup on and my hair was kind of... Yeah, that's that'll do it. But I also had these boots that I was like, this, the boots aren't really working with it. And then I went over and borrowed your boots and I feel like they really made it a lot more flattering. And then once I did my hair and the braids and did my makeup, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we're slaying. Yeah, all the girls looked so cute. Yeah. And Leif went all out with his costume yes. as well. Yes, I know. It, all the boys were in, so into yeah. it as well. All of the boys showed up. And we're, uh, dare I say, even more into it. Yeah, they showed up and showed out for real. I, I couldn't even talk to real Nick all night. I was talking to Dr. Quackery. <laughs> Same. He was selling us snake oil like Same. until the wee hours of the morning. Liv couldn't figure out if he was flirting with me or like bagging <laughs> on me the whole time. I'm like, okay, are we like lovers or not in the game? He'd be like, I'm you sorry. like to get around. I'm like, what? I thought we were literally like lovers. <laughs> spreading rumors yeah he's like I heard this about Patty I'm like cool <laughs> I was Patty Petticoat Leif was Buffalo Bob it was so fun Buffalo Bob they all had kind of different Buffalo Bob <laughs> every character had like a different <laughs> story and vibe so mine was more like mysterious and whatever yeah and entertainer yeah Leif's was like an entertainer oh, with so useless funny. advice that was the that was what he was supposed to be yeah, it was really fun. It was so fun. There's a lot of different themes you can do. I feel like I'm going to have to do it next year for Halloween. So, oh, cool. This, this is, is going to be a tradition. A tradition and it's always you that hosts. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I love bought, when I don't have to do anything. You know, when, when you host, it's like you might as well do it annually because you're going to buy the stuff, the decorations. Like I bought a bunch of Halloween decorations. I'm going to use them again. Yeah. I don't want to host Thanksgiving next year and then have to buy all this Thanksgiving stuff. True. 
you might as well just stick to your thing. True that. Life hack. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, it is time to get serious about our finances. And this is an absolutely genius app and invention. And that is Rocket Money. We've talked about Rocket Money before. But if you struggle to save money every month with Rocket Money, you can quickly identify all of those sneaky subscriptions that keep charging you month after month and you can cancel any that you no longer use. And it is such an easy way to start saving money. So Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. This is absolutely genius. And it's so nice because Rocket Money does all the work for you. It's like very little effort on your part. And there is always, I promise you, a subscription you forgot about or you signed up to get a free trial, whether it's a streaming service or whatever it is. I've found out that I'm paying for like a gym for Mm -hmm. a freaking year um, that I didn't even realize. And so they really just sneak up on you and kind of hide, I feel like, within your monthly expenses. And yeah, Rocket Money is just a really nice way to figure that out and start saving you money. Rocket Money can also negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. It really is so nice when I saw all of my monthly bills that were coming out and I saw things, first of all, yeah, that I wasn't using that I maybe signed up with a free trial and then ended up charging me. And it's really nice because Rocket Money does all the work for you. So you don't have to like call or email customer service. They will do their best to cancel for you with just the press of a button. With over 5 million users and counting, Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of $720 a year and $1 billion in total savings so far. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions. Manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash what we said. That's rocketmoney.com slash what we said. Rocketmoney.com slash what we said. I have been getting targeted with a lot of fashion videos on my TikTok recently of girls showing fall and winter outfits. And it has been inspiring me to elevate my wardrobe. And the absolute perfect place to go is Quince. It is the go-to for like luxury essentials, but at an actual price within reach. They have so many really nice staples. Like they have like 100% cashmere sweaters from like 50 bucks, washable silk tops and dresses, flattering pants, And just kind of pieces that will be timeless and classics that you can have in your closet forever. And the quality is really, really nice. I have a black silk like mini skirt from Quince and then kind of a champagne colored longer silk skirt. And they just feel so nice. And I feel like those are just, yeah, wardrobe staples that you can mix and match a bunch of different outfits and it looks very high end, but you don't have to pay the super high end price, which is amazing. And the best part is that All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I have a really cute cotton sweater from there. It's white and I wear it all the time because it just matches with everything and it's so soft, so comfortable. And yeah, their prices are so good. I will be scrolling on Pinterest and of course, like clothes is one of the main themes that comes up on my For You page. And I'll be like, oh, this little uh, sweater is super cute. Or like, wow, look at that fabric. It looks so nice. And sure enough, it's Quince. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which is absolutely amazing. So go check it out. They have so much stuff on there. You'll be surprised at how much amazing, good quality stuff you can get for such a good price. Get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash what we said for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash what we said to get free shipping and 365 day returns com slash what we said. Anything else you wanted to chat about? Mm, I Nope. Just completely cut you off. I'm like, well, I do. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say I just started reading Britney Spears' memoir. Oh. And I'm already, I'm already sad and I haven't even. Really? I mean, a little bit. I'm truly, I just started. Like, I think I'm 10% of the way in. I feel like it's going to be a kind of a quick read. Because as I was reading, I was like, oh, this percentage is going up fast on my Kindle. So I feel like I'll probably finish it in the next few days. But I haven't done much research, I will say. But I've heard both sides. Like some people are like, it's not really Britney that wrote it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still kind of like a lukewarm. Oh. That's what I've heard is like yeah. 
it might not be the real whole truth or whatever, but then other people are saying that it is. I don't really know. But yeah, it's our, it's very good already. It's just obviously about her life. And yeah, I think there's some like bombs that are dropped in it. Yeah. Have you seen some of the stuff mm-hmm. about like Justin Timberlake and stuff? Yeah. I'm, I haven't gotten to that part, but the the beginning of where I'm at is just like her childhood. And she's just talking about how her dad was an alcoholic and Aww. like her mom was always kind of yelling and she would like found relief Brittany did by like singing and dancing yeah and I was gonna say she, she was it. seeing videos of her from literally the youngest age ever like 10 years old or 13 or whatever she's such a star mm-hmm. she's so good mm-hmm. she's such a good singer and such a good dancer just the stage presence is crazy but I know. it's just sad that her it's so sad to see life I know just kind of the trajectory and I I was seeing I mean this is not I'm not trying to compare them at all but just this kind of notion of like, I feel like everyone looks back at Britney Spears now and it's it's sad how the media treated her and just, I don't know, you see that she's just this young girl and the interviews that she did and just some of the stuff is so heartbreaking, like the way the world treated mm-hmm. her basically. And I feel like even though we can recognize that as a society, I feel as though we're still making the same mistakes in current with present day people. with different people now. And we're going to look back in 20 years and be like, oh, dang, that's really sad. And I'm not meaning to compare them, but I actually just saw that Brooke Schofield made a video about this because Charlie D'Amelio was recently on Jay Shetty's podcast. And she was just talking about how like when she hit 100 million followers was like she was the most depressed she's, she'd ever been. Yeah. And of course, all the comments are just like, oh, I'm sure that's so hard hitting 100 million followers and like being a multimillionaire. And it's like, I get the sentiment, but again, it's kind of the same energy. It's like, do you guys not understand that money and followers is not happiness? It makes people so miserable. Like all these people that are celebrities and, you know, that get so much fame, like they, their mental health absolutely plummets. And it's literally so much work to try for these people to like be stars and be famous and not like be so incredibly depressed Mm -hmm. and debilitated by by it I don't know when we're going to learn as a society it's like you know celebrities don't feel like they can complain because it's not like a safe space but and I'm not saying like they deserve to complain more (laughs) than anyone like I know they're so fortunate in the way that they have a lot of money and stuff but mental health does not discriminate yeah no definitely not they are still struggling so much and it's so sad. Especially, especially young people. Yes. Yeah, if you're 50 and you get a bunch of money and you become famous, I'm sure you still have mental health issues. But if you're 18 or 16, uh, when you're six, 12, and you get famous. Yeah, yeah. And you get so much money, so much fame, so much, so many opinions on you at such a young age, it's completely different. Like, have you seen the Demelio show? They do not look happy. Like they're, no. those girls are literally tortured. They are so miserable and they have all of this stuff. They have all of this work. They have all these opportunities. It is amazing, but it comes at a price for sure. Like just their demeanors, you can tell. Yeah. They're miserable. I know. I was just seeing the same thing about Emma Chamberlain. It was like showing some videos of her when she first started YouTube. And granted, yeah, she also just has like grown up a lot mm-hmm. and matured, but it was just like these very carefree, like sweet videos of her when she was a bit younger when she first started. And then it was just like cutting to her now. And it just kind of feels like she's lost like the light and like mm-hmm. the spark that she had. And again, she's she also could be doing really well. She's just growing up and that's kind of her. She's maybe more private now. Yeah. And that's fine. But it is sad to kind of witness just like people become a shell of themselves. Yeah. But it's like they have everything, quote unquote. Yeah. Just a reminder, money and fame is not everything. No. And I'm sure this book I would will- know. I have both. <laughs> Plethora of both. I feel like throughout this book, it's going to be get sadder and sadder. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm like, sure. Like I can't even imagine. But I did start reading it and we love our girl. So. Yes. Anyway. I'm excited to hear about your Bama Rush experience. Okay. Yeah. I will definitely get into that. Although- you were correct in the sense that I posted. I was like, I'm watching the Bama Rush documentary in preparation. Literally got 100 messages. Everyone's like, that's the worst documentary. Like, don't watch it. Pretty much every, that was like the main sentiment was like, that is not accurate. 
whatever. But I do feel like I did have some takeaways. I actually kind of skipped through and I didn't watch the full thing because full disclosure, it was almost two hours and Ooh. it was getting a little, it was getting a little snooze Monotonous. Fest. Yeah, it was getting a little monotonous. I heard that, like, I heard the trailer was so clickbaity. And then when you watched it, just didn't give away what you thought it would give away. Yeah. Well, and just a ton of people, unfortunately, were like, that's just not accurate at all to, mm-hmm. like, sorority life. But I will go over kind of what what it was about. So, first of all, I will say, watching this made me nostalgic for something that I've never had, <laughs> which is a college experience. Yeah. And what it do you just... Mean? Oh, for two days at <laughs> community college? I forgot when I lived in my parents' basement. No, it just, it looks so genuinely fun to go to college, live in dorms with your friends, like do sports, be in a sorority. It just seems, you know, mm-hmm. date, whatever. It just seems like such a fun little blip of life that's like a one-time thing that I just will never experience. Yeah. And it's kind of sad to me, even though... I've had other experiences that are awesome. I'm like, wait, that's kind of sad. I'll, I'll never know what that was like. And I really believe that it would be so fun yeah. to have that experience. 100%. You had to sacrifice that for going to Paris. For the fame and money. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, or becoming a world traveler. I feel like you didn't even have the... No, like, I was going to say, I definitely experience. had more than you because I was there for a whole year doing everything college-based, like going to parties and dating and like going to campus and meeting people on campus and like meeting people from different... I had like a year of it. Okay. But it wasn't fully... I had more than you, but not as much as other people. Yeah. I had a little bit of it, but yeah, I didn't get the... I got the Provo version for a year. And that's also different probably than most places. I feel the same way. I definitely didn't get that, but... I don't feel like I missed, I'm not like, oh, I think about this all the time. But I, I do feel like when you see something like that, you're like, oh, what the heck? I never got to do that. Yeah. It just seems like a fun little moment in time that yeah. you'll never be able to recreate. And if you didn't have it, it's like, there's no, just, yeah. you're not going to have it ever. But at fine. the same time, even that year that I was in Utah, like living in an apartment with other girls, like doing college stuff, going to college literally. Those are some of the most miserable times of my life as well. So yeah. it's not all butterflies. Right? I feel That's like at true. that point for a lot of times, for a lot of people, your self-esteem usually is like plummeting. That's so true. <laughs> and you're just like, like, what am I doing with my life? That's true. I feel like the first year out of high school, like going to college, that type of that time frame is rocky. Yeah, for sure. I got the speedy course. I got the, what's it called? Speed course? What's that thing? I didn't go to college, so I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I know exactly like what you're trying to say. Quick course, like, <laughs> like shortcut? Or- yeah, I guess shortcut. But that's not the, what I was thinking of. Crash course? Crash course, yeah. I got a quick little crash course on the college life. Yeah. And then I zipped off to marriage. Yep. Marriage and replenishing the earth. What is it called? <laughs> multiplying the earth. Yeah, multiplying and replenishing the earth. So University of Alabama is the top sorority recruitment in all of the country, which is, it's kind of like a trendsetter in that way. And it's a massive school. Mm -hmm. So the reason that they did a Bama rush. Roll uh, Tide. Yeah. Bama? I think so. Wow. Yeah. The reason that they did a documentary on it is because hashtag Bama rush went insanely viral on TikTok in like 2021. And girls were just sharing their sorority rush experience, showing their outfits, like kind of taking people along. Like, I, you know, want to get into this sorority. And then it's them opening it. And it's like, you're on this journey. So that's what the the documentary was based upon. So how rush works, and I'm going based off of the University of Alabama. So I don't know if this is how everyone, you know, maybe your sorority experience is different, but this is, this is how they explain that the rush process works. So sororities vote on their their top PNMs, which a PNM is a potential new member. So if okay. you're interested in going to a sorority, you're a PNM. Okay. Okay. Slay. And then the PNMs vote on their top sororities. So you're kind of trying to find like the perfect match. If you're like, I want to be in Delta, whatever. How many sororities are there, do you know, per college? I don't know that. Oh. But I think there's quite a few. But so basically multiple girls like active members in the sorority or like recruitment people talk to one PNM. So one potential new member. And then those girls vote on her. 
<gasps> so if she gets high enough votes, then she comes back for another round. There's like rounds in the rushing process. And they're basically looking for certain criteria. So like their first impression of you, their conversation, your values, potentially your grades, like there are certain things they're looking for and you're, it's almost like a job oh my interview. Gosh, it's like scary. a job interview. Also, people will meet with literal sorority consultants to give them tips. Like it's intense, especially if they don't have anyone in their family who's ever rushed, like gone through the rushing, pro- the rush process or whatever. So they will literally hire like a consultant to be like, how do I make the best impression on the sorority that Stop. I want to join? So one of the sorority consultants who was in the documentary was like, avoid the five B's which are boys, booze, Bible, bucks, which is like money, and Biden, which means politics. Oh. So she's like, don't talk about those things unless spoken to about them. Like, do not ask like, oh, what fraternities do you guys hang out with? Like, don't bring up boys into it. Don't bring up alcohol. Like, what do you talk about? (laughs) I think it's more like, again, trying to make a good first impression. It's like, oh, why do you want to be in the sorority? And, And you're kind of, trying to prove that oh, like you in have, an interview don't yeah, talk about it. okay yeah, gotcha, yeah in gotcha. the interview sorry I thought you meant like in the sorority I'm like oh, oh. No, no no sorry when you're like trying to yeah. actually get recruited to the sorority that's something that they're like don't really talk about that so then after the final round there's like a few different rounds I think there's like four the potential new members will choose their top sorority and then the sororities make their decision so this leads up to bid day and then the potential new members meet at the stadium and that's like the videos that you'll see and they'll open envelopes that contain the name of the sorority that they've been invited to join. Oh my gosh. And it's apparently Rush is super competitive, especially over the past decade and has become like cutthroat, especially in Alabama is what they were saying. Yeah. And throughout the the whole documentary, like... The- oh, that would be so sad if all of your friends... You're like, yeah, we're all going to try out for this one or like, try and get hope in. we all get into this one and all of your friends get in except for you. I know. Heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. And it has to be kind of a mutual thing. Like you have to want them and they have to want you. And also just throughout the whole documentary, there were, there was a lot of talking about like body image and just like body issues and comparing yourself when you're around that many, they were saying like when you are in a sorority and you are around those girls all the time, mm-hmm. you can't help but kind of just compare, especially in that phase of your life, like your body yes. or like if they're working out all the time or whatever it is. And it was actually breaking my heart because one of the girls was like, she wasn't talking about it in a way that it was a problem. She was just like, oh yeah, I cut or I like this bowl has 250 calories in it because I counted 10 chips at the bottom of it. And like, then I put this much beans on top and her friends were like, how do you know whatever? And she was like, because I count them all out. And like, it was just breaking my heart because it, it feels like she was just so concerned about that. And I think it was a different girl was saying like, oh yeah, I developed an eating disorder. And like, I, I just look in the mirror every, like if mm-hmm. I pass a mirror, I'm like looking at it, like looking at my stomach, seeing if I gained any weight and just, I don't know. So that was sad. That is heartbreaking. And I don't think that that's necessarily avoidable. Like I was just thinking in college in general, I feel like that would be well, a one thing. Of, one of your main focuses in college is dating. Yeah. So even more than high school, it's like you're thinking about dating, parties. How you look. Yeah. Making friends, your first impressions that you're making. So you're thinking about your looks more than ever before that's definitely true the other thing that was just shaking me was that they were saying that what really kind of determines and again you guys we have never I have never been to college okay so I'm sorry if like I'm not getting this information correct but this is what they were saying is that basically what determines the popularity of certain sorority houses is the fraternity boys like If it's like, oh, this house has the hottest girls, then that's like the ranking system. So Mm. a lot of times it's like the sorority house you want to get into so bad is the reason you want to so bad is because that's where all the hot girls go. You're like, oh, I want to be there because like this fraternity thinks Mm -hmm. that it's the hottest girls and they have hot guys. And so that makes sense. And I was just thinking in general when I was watching just about how much pretty privilege is real and how much like attractive people just have so much more privilege in this world and an example of this also is even Harry Jowsey on Dancing with the Stars 
with Riley Arnold, which she's the cutest thing I've ever seen. But like, th- that's even a- an example of people are obsessed with them. Why? What is the number one reason? Because they're cute Because together. they're hot. Yeah. Because they're like a cute couple. They're both, they are both classically good looking. They're attractive. And that's why you're obsessed with, mm-hmm. that's why people are obsessed with them. It's also, yeah, like they have cute personalities and they have like good she's chemistry good together and she's a great dancer. She's horrible. <laughs> like, yes, there are other reasons, but the number one reason is because they're attractive. For sure. And they were saying that in the documentary. It's like, oh yeah, definitely looks play a part. Like if you are very attractive, you will have a way better chance of getting into the sorority. For a lot of jobs, for a lot of things like that, especially social. Yes, having a great personality is great, but unfortunately, just the reality of it is if one person has a great personality is a three, the other person has a great personality is a 10. They're going to They're going to take the 10. Totally. It's they're going to favor the 10. Yeah. It was just crazy to me like I would Not me. <laughs> I would never. But it's true even in sports. Yeah. I've, I've been thinking oh, that for about, sure. about that too. It's like if a guy is good at a sport, and he's really good looking, he's going to be way more popular than another guy who's just as good as him who's not as good looking. If not better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there could be people who are way better, but if they're not as good looking, they really just won't get as much attention. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just true. how society works, which is so crazy. But that was also like sticking out to me when I was watching. That makes sense because I, I even watching Bama Rush and like Rush Talk mm-hmm. when it happens and people are like, this is the best sorority. I'm always like, I wonder if it's like, that's the hottest, most popular girls. But I'm like, no, it can't be. That's just me thinking like from 90s sitcoms. But I guess it is. Things never change. I think that also though, like the history of sororities matter. So if one has been like very popular for a long time, it continues to be. Mm -hmm. And also they're saying like- Hot attracts hot forever. Exactly. (laughs) People are saying like, if you're in a top tier sorority, you have access and connections that people, other people don't have. So you maybe have access to people who have like richer families that have more connections or literally just the male gaze, like people, G-A-Z-E, like (laughs) males, like, you know, want to talk to you more because you're in this top sorority. They have access to test banks that can help you on your exams. Like there's all these pros basically that come from being specifically in like a top tier sorority. And this girl was saying like her sorority that either she has been a part of or she was like older so I don't know exactly who she was but she was saying they've done all the right things but they will be bottom tier for at least 20 to 30 years <gasps> because that's just how it is so I'll say a few more things but we're gonna get into your guys' stories because I, we wanted this to be a well-rounded episode where like you guys shared your sorority experiences and your thoughts you know because it's coming from the source something else that I thought was interesting was like so one of the sororities that they were talking about was founded in 1898 excuse me and because of that, there are some like old timey rules. Ooh, and that's it's giving spooky. No, it's giving religious trauma is what it's oh. giving. Like when I was when I was listening to these rules, it's like, this is reminding me of a religion, honestly. Really? But basically the rules would be like no alcohol in the houses, but fraternities are always allowed to have alcohol. Bye. Like, you know how frat parties? Yeah. Whatever, but in sororities, no alcohol. So Bye. the girls, when girls are probably even more responsible, ironically, but anyway. I would trust a girl with alcohol in her hand way more than a man with alcohol oh, of course. in his hand. No wet hair on the first floor. Excuse me? I'm not Just really sure. Just can't be that shown. Yeah. Unless you're ready, maybe. Which leads into the second one. And I don't know if these are current rules or if they like That's whatever. getting haunted. Yeah. We need to re <laughs> we need to rebrand a hundred years. Minimum. I know. Now this one. I might have to adopt myself, honestly. Couldn't leave the dorm. You can't leave the dorm without two out of three done. Either your hair done, your makeup done, or your outfit on. Oh, yeah. Honestly, slay. I might implement that. Yeah. Because I'm going to need to step up my game. That is true <laughs> self-care and, you confidence know, confidence boosting. boosting, caring about your actual appearance. And I will admit, I do feel better when I have two out of three done. Yes. So I like that one. But anyway, there are a bunch more different rules. Like, obviously, you can get kicked out for different stuff, disrespecting someone. You also can't paint your sorority in a negative light, which, again, was giving religion to me. Yeah. But, like, one girl, I guess, was on TikTok, and she was like, oh, I feel like I've changed in a lot of ways that I don't like since I've been, like, maybe in the sorority or at this college or something. And they, I think 
Kicked either she out. kicked her out or like got in major trouble and was like, Ooh. you just painted us in a bad light. Last little fact was that the average annual cost for new members of a sorority at Alabama is $8,300. Just to so get in? He, or maybe annual, like to buy stuff? Annual cost. Gosh. So I'm not sure. But also like reading that, I'm like, okay, so you have to have money obviously yeah. as well. Like yeah. you literally have to be pretty and have money probably. Yeah, because you're paying for tuition, you're paying yeah. for everything and then the Being sorority on top. Oh my gosh. So anywho. That's crazy. Well, if you really, you need to watch Scream Queens if mm-hmm. we're in the sorority mindset because it's still kind of spooky season. Mm-hmm. Not really. But it's so camp and it's like sorority but and fraternity, but like, obviously not realistic at all. Yeah. I need to watch it immediately. That's my knowledge of sorority is Scream Queens. Murder. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, maybe you want some nice new jewelry or sneakers, maybe some cool streetwear, eBay is making sure the things that you love are authenticated by real experts because we all know there's no feeling like real. I feel like especially when it comes to jewelry and handbags, you know, just the average eye can't always catch a fake, but it's really nice to have that extra security knowing that you are getting that guarantee that it's real because there's no feeling like real. So these days to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. And when you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. And that means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's going to be authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection. Every stitch, sole, logo, and inch of it, they are making sure it is the real thing. This is very important because I certainly cannot tell if I'm on a website and they have like vintage luxury goods or just secondhand stuff. I have no idea if what I'm looking at is the real deal or not. So this is very, very nice. I've personally shopped on eBay and it's very easy to see. Like it literally has a blue check mark, like we mentioned, that says this is authenticated and it's guaranteed that it's real. So if you are looking to invest in like a nice handbag or a really beautiful piece of jewelry that you'll have forever, this is an amazing place to do that. And when you're finally ready to buy that thing, you have to make sure you're not going to catch fake. They're everywhere. It's super hard to tell the difference for yourself. So with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, it is easy. Again, just look for that blue check mark and you know it is checked by real experts. Whether they're specialized in sneakers, streetwear, watches, jewelry, or handbags, these are real people who really live for this. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The chocolate cherry smoothie, you guys. I can't stop talking about it. It's my obsession. I literally have it every morning. I just actually made a TikTok showing the recipe if you want to go look at it. But it is using the Clean Simple Eats chocolate brownie batter protein powder. And that is a very crucial part of the smoothie. And that's really what makes it so creamy and delicious. It literally tastes like a chocolate milkshake, but healthy. And we absolutely love that. You know, usually protein powder kind of has that chalky aftertaste, but Clean Simple Eats is different. It's just so creamy and smooth with absolutely zero chalkiness. And they have so many really, really good flavors. They have a pumpkin pie shake flavor, I believe it's called. It is so good, literally delicious. I'm actually maybe going to have that when I get home from podcasting because it sounds so good. And they just sent me their eggnog flavor, which I am beyond excited to try for the holidays. They just have so many fun flavors. They have like mint chocolate chip, Uh, coconut cream is really good. They have some more fruity ones like peaches and cream. And I've literally never had one that I didn't like. So I have been getting everyone I know hooked on this. I have my family hooked on it. Every time they come over and I make them a smoothie or a shake, they're like, wait, what is in that? It's so good. So I'm glad we have a coach for you guys because it's simply the best. They have 26 delicious all natural flavors. You can't go wrong with any of them. Um, like we said, we love the coconut cream one, the chocolate brownie batter one, and they also have German chocolate cake and cake batter. I love anything that has the word cake in it. JC did make me the cherry chocolate smoothie the other day, and I've been thinking about it ever since, and I will be making it when I get home immediately upon arriving. (laughs) Actually, I might make Nick make it for me before I arrive. Slay. One of the things that we love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is always grass-fed with no artificial ingredients, third-party tested, non-GMO, and gluten-free. 
So visit cleansimpleeats.com and use the code what we said at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's cleansimpleeats.com code what we said for 20% off your first order. Go check it out. Well, we we have some of your stories and I have on mine a positive take mm-hmm. of sororities and you have a negative one. Yeah. Which one should we start with? We should just read the negative one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with the negative. Okay. This isn't any crazy story and will not come as a surprise to anyone who was in a sorority, but I just feel like I need to talk about sorority culture as a whole. The fact that a group of women in one of the most impressionable times in their lives, their first years of independence and adulthood, are being told what they can and can't do, say or wear, is wild to me. Looking back at my time now, yeah, I had some fun and made some cool friends, but the fact that this is still a normal thing to do in this day and age is wild. There are so many things that feel so racist and closed-minded and backwards and just totally wrong. Just because something is tradition doesn't mean it should continue to be done. Okay. Well, I can definitely agree with that. And also I was going to mention this in the documentary as well. They were talking about the race thing and how there were like segregated sororities until legitimately 2013. No, I was going to say, don't don't have it start with a two. Yeah. 2013 was when- Alabama specifically or I believe so and that's why I didn't even I don't want to speak to something like I have I don't have all the facts but they did interview like a few black women who were like in a sorority back then and they were just talking about like oh we would never even try to like rush (gasps) for that because it's like and then it shows pictures of those sororities just like all white girls gosh and so anyway yeah I think it's like hopefully improving at this point but that's like definitely an undertone Mm -hmm. that some of the girls that. were still even sharing is yeah. it's like well it's just predominantly like these white girls and I don't feel yeah you know comfortable especially if it started out that way and they you have a better chance if your mom or your grandma so it's like right. if they're just now starting to you Include know accept everyone. everybody and be super diverse the people whose moms are that were in it are still going to get the first whatever exactly. so it's like it is true I, I was just talking to Nick about this today about how when you with any person who is developing we were talking about like little kids but when you are constantly telling someone what to do and what decisions to make and you're not letting them make any decisions on their own like you're saying you can't do this you can't do this you can do this this is what you can do don't ever do this they become so indecisive and just crippled by honestly they become so scared of making a decision because they don't trust themselves to make a good decision because someone's been telling them what to do. So they're like, if they have something in their adult life later on, they're like, well, who am I asked? You need to tell me exactly what I need to do because I don't know. I don't trust my own intuition. intuition. It breeds insecurity and like codependence, Mm -hmm. which we're talking about that on the episode that's coming out with my dad in a few days. Yep. But that's why I was saying it's kind of giving like, religion to me yeah because it's like you can do this you can't do this it's very kind of controlling okay it's giving cult yeah yeah this is the positive take i'm sure this will get a lot of negative submissions but i genuinely loved my sorority experience and i'm still involved as an alumni i think sororities are such amazing organizations that provide positive female leadership and relationships for young women i grew so much as a member of my sorority and my sorority sisters are still some of my best friends today as a collegian, I was given such amazing leadership roles that I never would have experienced without my sorority. Moving to a new city, my sorority alumni network was such a kind and welcoming environment for me. I know sororities get a lot of bad press sometimes, but a lot of them are truly amazing organizations for women. I, I was just going to say, I just really feel like everyone has probably such yeah. a different experience. And I feel like your experience is probably largely shaped by also like your upbringing, who you are, mm-hmm. what you look like, and all of it. Because... I think that, you know, someone who comes from a different background. A pretty white, rich yeah. girl probably is going to have a ball of a time. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's like an important distinction or note to make. It's like, and I also feel like it just depends. It's literally kind of a crapshoot. It's like if you get in a sorority, you just connect so well mm-hmm. with some of the girls. You're like, these are literally my people. These are my yeah, best I was friends. Say, so fun. Being a house full of girls sounds so fun. Sleepovers mm-hmm. every night. Totally. Early stuff in college too, like that age is just so fun. For sure. To be with your girlfriends. So it's like if you like them and you you connect with them, I'm sure you had an amazing yeah, experience. Yeah, friends for life. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into your guys' stories. I'm terrified, honestly. Same. I'll go first. 
Hi, ladies. So the sorority I was in had a two, three rule. If you wore sorority letters on your shirt to class or out and about, then you had to choose two of these three options. Wear cute shorts or a skirt, have your hair done or have your makeup done. The two out of three. If you were caught by another sister on campus or wherever not obeying the two out of three rule, then you would get in trouble. Well, one day I was running late for class and I had on Nike shorts. I was going to say that is exactly what I was thinking of. Great. Perfect. If you're always on time and you never sleep in. But it's like, you know, sometimes, especially going to college classes, you're like, Mm -hmm. dude, I just woke up. I pulled an all nighter. Okay, sorry. One day I was running late for class and I had on Nike shorts, a ponytail and light makeup along with a sorority t-shirt and I freaking got reported. Mm -hmm. I didn't look bad, but I ended up being fined $50 that month along with my already expensive chapter dues. I only lasted two years in that sorority before dropping. Anyways, love you both and the pod. You get fined. That's crazy. Fine for looking ugly. Wow. In college, we have <laughs> like your no hair is money. Ugly. Give us <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah. Jeez. They're like, wait, I did my makeup. It's like, <laughs> should have done it better. Should have watched a tutorial or two. Yeah. Your wing liner is not. It's not giving clean enough. girl. <laughs> it's giving 2016. When it comes to recruiting other girls into your sorority, the process is so messed up. After having a conversation with a girl during rush slash recruitment, we would have to go to the back room and rate them on a scale of one to 10 based on their personality, the conversation, but most importantly, their attractiveness and the hype that they will bring to our chapter. Some girls would absolutely tear them apart to each other in that back room. Sometimes I cannot believe I was a part of something so shallow. See, and that's Mm. what I'm talking about, where it's like you want to have like as people who are recruiting members, you want hype Mm -hmm. for your sorority. So you want like hot, yeah. Smart girls, basically. Yeah. You know, which is like, that would just the be pressure. so hard. Because I was thinking, okay, that is just kind of how life is. Like you go to a job interview. Sometimes you don't get the job. Like you try out for something. You sometimes don't make it. Like that's a normal thing to happen in life. But I feel like it is hard when it's like kind of based around your looks and your personality. And your it's popularity. Like, yeah. It's like, oh. yeah, you didn't make the cut. It's like, oh, awesome. And that's some of the sentiments that people were sharing were like, am I literally ugly? Like, yeah. why did I not? get picked they just hate my personality probably it's so personal you know it feels so personal yeah it's based off do we like you yeah okay trigger warning weight shaming during recruitment there was a pnm potential new member as we just learned that was ranked low on our want list she did (laughs) great want list (laughs) imagine finding out you were ranked low on low on a want list i wouldn't know i was ranked number one (laughs) on my hot list in sixth grade (laughs) That somehow finds its way into an episode a few times a year. That's the only thing I have (laughs) going for me. That was my college experience. She didn't necessarily fit the look of our sorority and was overweight. Awful, I know. However, when talking to her, my group really liked her. (laughs) So shocked. Please. (laughs) Yeah, she had a actually nice thing to say. Shockingly. She had some good conversation, (laughs) some good banner. The conversation was great and she was nice. So we ranked her high and wanted her to come back the next day. When higher ups in the sorority found out, they sat out our group and we were no longer allowed to participate or talk to any of the new members. Goodbye. That is so sad. (sighs) I want to cry my heart out. If that was my daughter, I would literally cry my eyes out. Uh, Like I would burn the place down. Especially if you found that out. I hope they never find out. They know. My sorority had an anonymous Instagram account run by someone in the sorority that monitored every member's posts. If they didn't like something you posted, they would comment a heart, which meant it needed to be taken down oh, immediately. So passive aggressive. They said we had to give off a good image. So stressful. So passive aggressive with the heart. That was another thing that they were talking about is that like your social media has to reflect like basically they're like they will do a deep dive on your social media. So any tagged photos you have, like if there's anything that's not like painting you in a good light it needs you need to untag it because they're not gonna pick you this is so crazy so intense picture this it's initiation which has to take place in a room with no windows and the only light can come from candles please that's a cult if i've ever heard it there's a room full of girls in church choir robes really? and to signify the end of the initiation we have to hold hands hum a song all while spinning in a circle and then everyone has to scream at the end of the song. Sorority or cult? Unsure. Not the church choir robes. That's horrifying. <laughs> that's, that's haunting. That's yeah, not that's even haunting. like, oh, this is bonding. It's like, no, I'm terrified that we're <laughs> summoning a ghost doing a seance. 
some of those sorority videos are chilling. Just <laughs> them like all the doors open. It's like a <laughs> hundred of them. Even just ones where they're like dancing or like doing motions. We need to post them on our story or something. Okay. A sorority on my campus used to haze girls by making their new members sit on dryers naked and would point out any areas of their bodies that jiggled. The places that jiggled needed to be gone before initiation or they were kicked out of the chapter. What about their boobs? You don't want them to have boobs? Probably like cellulite, basically. <laughs> like those two are fine. <laughs> That's horrible. I, I, would be, I would be in the clear. They're like, those A cups are fine. What's that one movie um, with Amanda disgusting. Bynes? She's the man? No, 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 no. It's, it's like Snow White. Mm-hmm. <sighs> easy A? Or not Easy A, sorry. Um, she goes to a sorority. <sighs> I know what you're talking about. And she like, it's like, and the seven something. Oh, freak, I know what you're talking about. But I, I can't, can't remember think of what it. it's called. It's like, her name's like Sarah White or something. I don't remember. Anyways, in that show, she like is trying out for a sorority or whatever. She's rushing. And I just remember the scenes of them like using the big magnifying. Sydney White. Sydney White. And they're using the big magnifying mirror thing to look at all of their blemishes. All the girls. That Goodbye. Come. So stressful. And they like hate her, but she has like no blemishes. <laughs> oh no. We had a full committee that was in charge of internet stalking the PNMs. If their Instagram was private, we would dig deep into their relative's Facebook page. Yikes. That's terrifying. Not getting the relatives involved. No. This is so intense. One sorority at my school drives girls to the middle of Ohio where there's no service and makes them get out of the car and find a way home. A four-hour drive from the school. That seems illegal. What is that, supposed to, what is that supposed to prove? Like you, that you're resourceful or something? Like aren't there other ways to test that? That's not okay at all. The middle of Ohio. I thought hazing was like illegal now. Guess not. I'm not sure. Okay, I have so many. But the top one is that girls had to be locked in dog cages for 24 hours. And if you left the cage, you couldn't be in the sorority. I didn't join after I heard about this, LMAO. It's giving special forces. <laughs> like, are we joining the literal Marines? No food if you water. left the dog cage before 24 hours, you couldn't be in the sorority. To prove mental toughness? Like, what are we doing here? To, yeah, to prove what submissiveness, probably. 24 hours is a little much. <laughs> that is too far. Be- at, dog what, cage. at what cost? No, is this real? <laughs> at what cost? Just to get in with the frat boys that you think are hot? Come on, girls. We had frat boys that would help serve us dinner and wash our dishes after lunch slash dinner called hashers. Play. Anyway, <laughs> every year we would break into their houses in the middle of the night, kidnap them legitimately, dress them up in weird outfits and make them drink all day. So fun. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, sororities are absolutely as insane as you think they are. Make them Girl, drink alcohol? if this was reversed, I, I fear we would not be having I the same I fear you reaction. would not be a free woman. <laughs> we kidnap them and force them to drink. It's force so them fun. to dress up weird and drink all day? Break into their houses and kidnap them in the middle of the night. Okay. Hee hee hee. So funny. So slay. So fun. I'm shook. Just terrified for their lives. That's awesome. My best friend was the sorority president our junior year. And at least once a week, she would get a text from an unknown number that was usually a girl in our sorority giving her dirt on another sister, trying to get her in trouble. Literally all the time, people would tattle on each other to her. What's the point? It's so crazy. It's so stressful. It's like everyone's trying to control everyone else. Like, do you think they're making you look bad? That's what's hard. That would be so annoying. Like, you never know who's going to tattle on you, too. Just constantly on edge. Who came up with this idea? The sororities? Actually, (laughs) I need to check my facts. I don't feel comfortable like saying what it was. But if I remember correctly, they were saying like back in the day, it was something about like kind of like a woman empowerment type of thing where it was like men primarily went to college and it was like girls shouldn't be learning. Like they need to just be at home. And it was kind of like girls way of, I don't remember, Hmm. something like. Women empowerment and having like a community within, right a, idea. within a school. Yeah. Yeah. Iffy uh, execution. <laughs> what? Right idea, iffy execution. Yeah. I don't know how we've gotten here, but. <laughs> I rushed a sorority in college and during orientation was told that I had to snort a line of coke 
Okay. And give BJ's to a line of Sigma Chai's. Not Sigma Chai's. Sig guys. Gosh, I don't know how to even say that. Not Sigma Chai lattes. (laughs) Until one of them rated it a 9 out of 10. (gasps) In order to be initiated in. I refuse to. That's fake. This has got to be fake. I refused to do it and then had to get a lawyer to avoid the $2,000 in fees when I was never fully admit, even fully admitted in. I bawled my eyes out the day they dropped the fees and I would be free from that hellhole. Oh I my gosh. Okay, wait, I believe you. But I'm like, I don't believe your story. No, th- if that is true, that is, that's disgusting. Horrifying. That's not okay. How is that a even? A line of BJ's after snorting Coke? That sounds like <laughs> the opposite of what sororities even say that they want. Like right. cleanliness. That is seems very like. confusing. Like, who's in charge of that? And why are boys lining up for BJ? And I think we know why. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, why are they in a line? (laughs) So concerned about the line. (laughs) The the formation. The geographical location of that. (laughs) Why are they in a line waiting for that? (laughs) No, that's not okay. That's not okay. OMG. So my boyfriend's frat during pledging required all pledges to have sex with someone in the basement Okay, I don't even want to know what happens with fraternities. Like sororities are bad. I don't want to know. No, the next tip up, of the iceberg. Fraternity deep dive. Okay, sorry. Terrified. Required all the pledges to have sex with someone in. Oh, this is rated R. Sorry. <laughs> Noticed to have sex with someone in the basement at the same time as the rest of the brothers, and all the. What do you mean? All, all at the same time. Pledges. Yeah, they all are having sex with someone in the basement. Goodbye. And all the older members watch and throw things and make comments. If you don't have a girlfriend, they pick a sorority girl for you to hook up with. Safe to say he's not pledging anymore. You are joking. I'm so confused because like you said, I thought it was supposed to be like an upstanding thing. Like, like, well, specifically sororities at least. Yeah. So it's like, aren't you going to literally get kicked out of your freaking Why sorority you if you're so doing that? pervy? What's up with the doing it all together all the time? And watching? Lining up, doing it in the same basement. Like, a little privacy, at least, if you're going to be these scoundrels. That is beyond. Imagine your boyfriend pledges to that sorority and you find out later that that's how he, that that's how people get into that sorority. No. Or, sorry, fraternity. Absolutely not. Right before COVID happened, my sorority had a party with another frat on campus. The night was going fine until everyone ended up way too drunk. When we finally made it home, all of my friends were throwing up and three different girls that we were not that close to had to sleep in our room at the house because they couldn't make it home. Turns out that frat drugged the drinks they were serving <gasps> at the party and there was a whole investigation and they were kicked off campus. Awesome. Nothing spookier than fraternities. I have new fears unlocked about them. I didn't really know much about frat boys, but I'm having more and more fears unlocking as the stories are being said. If their outfits alone didn't give you the (laughs) heebie-jeebies, their actions will really send you over the edge. As if I know. (laughs) I don't know. But from what I've seen and heard and watched in Law & Order SVU. This isn't necessarily crazy, just unexpected. But I was in a sorority... And there was literally no hazing. Like I thought there would be a little something like you see in the movies and was low-key excited to have a wild sorority experience. Like, please put me in a coffin for a minute or something. But nope, nothing. Boring. And they were very proud to be a no hazing tolerance university. And I was like, okay, y'all are lame. And I self-suspended myself soon after, basically quit. I wish I had something shocking happen so I can't wait to hear all the submissions. Huh. Please. She's like, so I put myself in a dog cage. (laughs) Like wants the experience so bad. I put myself a do- in a dog cage, then snorted a line of coke. <laughs> oh wow! Well, counter lucky stars. Yeah, it I seems guess, like I guess so. I went to a small Christian college and ended up joining a sorority my freshman year. We had a treasurer who was in charge of collecting our monetary dues each semester, which helped pay for events, sorority merch, food, etc. We ended up learning that our treasurer was stealing our dues and using it to pay for her tuition clothing, food, etc. Nice. She was kicked out of our sorority and we and we never pressed charges, but what the F, LOL. She was a senior finance major going to work for a huge company in their <gasps> finance department after graduation. Hope she's doing well and not stealing from whatever company she's working for now. Oh. Not at the small Christian college. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Not her being a finance major. <gasps> Yikes. That's wild. 
Dang, guys. That's crazy. Is that, was that your last one? Yeah. Oh, I have one more. Okay. When I attended Washington State University, there was a growing cocaine problem throughout our Greek life system. After months of investigation, it was revealed that the main dealer on campus was none less than the vice president of my sorority. Stop. Imagine a house full of screaming girls being swarmed by the DEA and state <gasps> police. Awesome. Honestly, it's kind of a sleigh that the kingpin of a drug ring was a hundred pound blonde pre-med student selling literal crack off the back <gasps> porch of our sorority house. No. So proud to be a Kappa Sigma. No. That is insane. Not a Coke dealer. A Coke dealer. Oh my no. gosh, not pre-med. That is wild. Yikes. I feel like we need to just do like college, like crazy college mm-hmm. stories too. Oh yeah. I mean, this was kind of that, but I feel like those were pretty intense. Crazy. Like I, you know, whenever something's a little out there, we're always, we're always hesitant. But I feel like a lot of these were kind of similar in the, I don't know. I believe. I believe that they are actually real. Especially when it's like college age kids. Yeah. They they don't think right. No. And it's also so trippy to think that you're getting recruited by like other people your age for the most Mm -hmm. part. Because it's like members. Yeah. Like a year older than you. Yeah. So it's like literally just if they like you. You're 20 and they're like 24. Yeah. Or even younger probably. Yeah. Literally might be like 21 or 22. It's wild. That's absolutely wild. I feel like in closing, we can probably presume that sorority experiences are just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like if, like we said, you could have had a great experience. Depends on the college. Yeah, it depends on the college. Depends on how wholesome or not wholesome your college or your specifically your specific sorority was. And just like who you met there and who you hung out with. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that just makes all the difference. Like some people hate their high school experience. Some people Love it. It just depends on who you're around. It's true. I bet sometimes, you know, the lowest ranked sorority sometimes could be the most fun. There's no pressure. You're like, who cares? I don't want to go to these stupid frat parties anyways. You're just a bunch of, you know, fun girls. Fun. Well, not outliers, but like outcasts, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I- no pressure. We can just do our thing. We don't have so to wear true. our makeup. We can just be crazy and fun and enjoy our experience and make good friends. We, what would our sorority be named? I want, doesn't it have to be like a Greek, like a... I have no I don't know clue. We I need only to know make like up the Sigmas own. and... You guys are part Kappas. of our sorority, the Valley Girls, the Valley Girl community. And we're not top ranked, but... But you do have to have two out of three. <laughs> you do have to have two out of three done if you're going to listen to this yeah. podcast. Let's get that straight. No. Well, thank you guys for writing in. And that means you can't write bad reviews. Can't yeah, make us Yeah, you bad. can't paint us in a negative light. Yeah. If you're <laughs> yeah. a part of our sorority, you cannot paint us in a negative light. And yeah. You always Control. have to You have to buy merch. Yeah. You have to be wear. When you wear the merch, merch, you have to look cute. Yeah. Two out of three. <laughs> Two out of three. Always. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just a way to control people. <laughs> Literally. For your own gain. Love it. Love it. Girl boss. Thank you guys for writing in. You can follow our Instagram if you want to be a part of our episodes like this. They wouldn't be the same without you. They wouldn't exist without you. So thank you guys so much for always making our episodes the best. And yeah, go buy our merch. It's really cute. We got some fall gray sweat sets right now. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're a go-to. They're super comfy and cute. And you'll love them. And if you're feeling extra, extra nice and you want to be in a to- in our top tier sorority, go give us a rating and review. Number one on our want list. On either the Apple Podcast app or Spotify app. It's so, so easy and we really appreciate it. We love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.